And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to another episode of the Old Taku Connection. And let me just ask a question to any uh, podcasters, audio dabblers, um, voiceover people, interviewers listening to this. Uh, you guys ever record something, you know, just lay down something and it sounds so good, and then you realize the mic volume's off. In my case, it was up. It was all the way up. Just just perfect little voiceover track and just way too loud and obnoxious and grating it. Yep. Shooting myself in the foot like I do best. I'm poor. I am very impoverished at the moment and um, getting screwed over by bus drivers. Yeah. This morning bus driver drives right past me, throws his arm up in the air. I don't know if it's like a wave, an apology, or a, ugh, you're too far, but whatever. Yeah. Drove right past me. Which meant a mile and a half walk to work. After I just woke up. So, bus driver. Uh, Washington State Public Transit bus driver. You know who you are. I hate you. Yeah. Anyway, next up, something special. Maybe our first... No, not our first four. Sort of our first four into the works of Osama Tazaki. Uh, yeah, there's a Space, of Co- a Space Adventure Cobra episode that we recorded, but it's stuck on another computer. And we'll show up at some point, but I guess, yeah, there's a lost episode. But, uh, this is special not only because we're looking at... Uh, Gogo 13, The Professional, one of uh, Dezaki's works, but um, this is our first commentary track. Well, my first first commentary track for my show. Maybe not the first commentary track for Hey Listen Radio, but uh, let us know how it goes. Please enjoy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Blah 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 Otaku Connection. Yeah, Joe's out and shit's got weird, so we're gonna get weird with it. Uh go ahead and track down, dig out, whatever, your copy of Golgo thirteen. The professional. Or, it's on YouTube. The professional or Golgo thirteen the professional. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube if you wanna be nice and illegal. It's legal. They haven't taken it down. If it's still up, it means nobody cares. Yeah, probably. This is old. Yeah. This is 82. Yeah, uh, a lot of things will pop up if you look for Golgo 13. We're talking about the original animated movie from 83. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'll probably chop a little bit of that up, but they'll mostly get the essentials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We're at the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. If you're all set... Hit play with us on three. One, two, three. All righty. So, one thing I want to mention as we get started here. Uh, two things. First, the creator of the manga, uh, Takao Saito, was awarded... Let's see. It was given an award in 2010. The Order of the Rising Sun... And this award is given for the promotion of either international relations or the promotion of Japanese culture. 
or advancements in a specific field. Now, I imagine the creator of GoGo13 got this for, well, GoGo13, as this has some popularity <laughs> across the globe. Really? That's yeah. strange, because it seems like this is mostly a regurgitation of uh, American films. Well, there's more to it than just this movie. Mm. But, uh, another thing I want to mention, the director of this movie in particular, Simon Dezaki, has a number of interesting quotes on IMDb. Uh, once, uh, I love this intro, two, by the way. Two in particular. The first is about Golgo 13. Golgo will never die. If he dies, he'll come back to life. Mm. The other is, is his feeling on women. Girls are more imaginative than, imaginative than boys, so their sensibilities are fascinating. Girls aren't all these effeminate entities that are crying all the time, as we men might think. They have terrifying sides, too. And they have strength, too. And that's something I'd like to depict. <laughs> I want everyone to remember those two things when watching this movie. Keep it in the back of your mind. Yeah. All is known but his code name. Golko13. Sure. Uh, they never s- explain it, but you, you want to know the meaning behind the name? Or rather, what the meaning of the name well, is? Well, this is what I thought when they were giving the explanation later on, and they were like, and on the 13th day, we found these two guys or whatever. I was like, oh, maybe he was one of those two guys, but no. So what the fuck does Golgo13 mean? Uh, 13 is obviously, obviously just an unlucky number. Mm-hmm. But Golgo is short for Golgotha, which is like... I think the hill Jesus was crucified Golgotha? on. Golgotha? Yeah. Yeah. Hence the uh, crown of thorns oh, on the skeleton we're about to witness. That makes sense, I suppose. That's kind of like that That skeleton with the crown of thorns is kind of like his, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Not mascot, but like a, like a logo. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You usually see that somewhere, anything you got, Golgo 13. That's interesting. Where did this, the professional part come in? I think they snagged that from Leon to make it yeah. more, uh, whatchamacallit. Well, I feel like... Because this didn't, I don't think this, this didn't get released in the U.S. in the 80s. Yeah. That would make sense, because Leon came out in the 90s, right? Yeah. Hold on, let me get the exact information up the upside to being on the computer. Yeah, let me, this CG right here. Yep, old like, ass CG. Like, that gun, that looks, that looks more like a photograph, that gun. Or, like, some of this looks like stop motion. Cause, yeah, I think some of it is. you look at that, and then in a second we'll see the gun again, and it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this sort of thing, like, that, I don't know, something about that takes my brain back to, like, being a little kid in the early 90s. Yeah. And seeing, like, screen grabs of, like, that shit in, like, the back mm-hmm. of, like, tips and tricks. Yeah, true. Yeah, I remember seeing stuff stuff like this in a game fan a lot. The game fan was ninety uh, percent game magazine, ten percent ga- uh, import catalog. So yeah, the blood on the goopy skull. ass blood. It's great, clearly paint. Goop. <laughs> I like this song. It's fine. Well, you don't like J-pop. I didn't even. I wouldn't even consider this J-pop. When I think of J-pop, I think of like contemporary shit. 
This is a little older. It just sounds like 80s pop. It's fine. <laughs> and this building. Is this CG? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it gets really mm. egregious later on where you can tell the difference big time. Yeah. When you try and cram it in. It just comes out of nowhere. Well, I mean, here's the question you gotta ask, though. Do you think this blew anybody's dicks off back in the day? Mm, I think if I were watching this back in the day, I would have been like, whoa! <laughs> um... I mean, I like to think that I would have seen it and been like, this doesn't match. we got to just hand animate this shit. <laughs> but uh, just to, I think it was rare to do it back then, so they did, because I guess they had the budget. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I noticed about this was that they do a lot of shit like that. Like, even... Like, the animation style is, I don't want to say wonky, but it's very all over the place. Like, it's very pretty in some points, like, these paintings and uh, a lot of 80s anime really used a lot of shadow and blacks. Like, look at the black yeah. suit, like, right there. It's really pretty. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things um, Osama Dezaki was known for was the use of uh, cinematic lighting mm. in his movies. Uh, I don't know if I can contribute this to Dezaki. Maybe it's just the studio. But uh, a lot of the uh, blackjack adaptions he worked on have the same uh, art style to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love when when shows have deep blacks. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I really love Daredevil. Uh, yeah. And that show is black as fuck. Yep. Um, but... Speaking of all that blackness, one of the things I picked up watching this was it's very much a, a, a noir film. Mm -hmm. Throwback to lots of... Petroleum King. All, <laughs> uh, all the European noir films and I guess American ones too. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, what I was saying about the animation before is not so much yet. But it seems like like that shit. Like, look at that. Mm -hmm. Weird techniques that they throw in. Lots of like. Oh yeah, the split screen yeah, thing. Split screens, and in some cases, like later on, it gets crazy where it's like. Oh. Um, when the old uh, man is yelling. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the. Like the postcard memories are a big one here. Yeah. For, um, and that was a technique uh, Dazaki pioneered. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not so sure it's completely necessary all the time yeah he does it i want to say he does it a little too much it works a bit better like in the uh blackjack ova series where they would punctuate an episode mm. um when was that i can't remember when those came out and they're like really hard to track down they're on hulu but they're only on hulu sub so they're old they're pretty old i want to say they're 90s yeah so that maybe Mid to late. So then you probably see, like, if he doesn't better there, he obviously got better. Yeah, yeah this is this is much earlier, yeah. like the uh, 
blackjack movie it's, comes. We'll watch that too, and uh, that that does all that's going on in here a lot better. But um, but this it's a big right, this, go ahead. this sequence right here was where I was like, like this shot right here. That's that's great. Yeah, it's pretty, so pretty. Go ahead. Um, Gogo thirteen's pretty big deal in Japan for one reason. It was part of what, in my knowledge on this, is limited to what I've heard in other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna prattle on like an idiot while people <laughs> screw, because that's how I do it. But uh, Gogo thirteen was one of the uh, number of mangas that was part of uh, was called like the Gekiga movement, mm. and the Gekiga were supposed to be like. Manga artists who focused very much on very, I don't know if it was like adult oriented stuff, basically seinen before seinen became a separate genre from shonen, but uh, yeah. And uh, Gogo 13's a, I want to say a static character, just to say he never changes no matter what time period or whatever you put him in. Mm. He's also a living plot device. Hmm. <laughs> kind of like, again, I say this all the time, but just the diegetic sort of, is that how his stories are usually told? What do you mean? Uh, like, diegetic is like, um, it's hard to describe it. It's easy to just give examples like, like mm-hmm. Mad Max or, or Samurai Films or The Man With No Names. Mm-hmm. They they're always the same, but they wander into different situations. There's no like overarching yeah um, yeah story. That's definitely it. Um, some cases he's not even a central character in the story. Like he literally is just a human plot device. Mm-hmm. You'll the story being told will be of the people surrounded by the hit he's gonna make. Yeah. And uh, that's more on display in the manga and the series they did for GoGo13 in the, uh, I want to say, like the late aughts, maybe 2010, something along, somewhere around that time. Yeah, it's all on YouTube, too. Yep. It's on Hulu, too. Hmm. Uh, so I want to say that this whole thing, uh, it's, uh, it, um, what was I going to say? It feels very strange narrative-wise. That is the thing mm-hmm. I picked up the most. Is for the first half hour, I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on? This doesn't make any sense." Yeah, it doesn't really follow. Because when we watch things, we're usually accustomed to a three-act structure mm-hmm. and like the hero's journey, mm-hmm. and they kind of. I really think that they could have cut like. 20 minutes out of this intro. (laughs) Yeah, they could have straight up removed the Dr. Z thing or just made that its own movie. Yeah. So, or no, that's the the plot, though. Wait. No, no, it's it's his next assignment. Wait, I thought she was Dr. Z, the the girl at the end. Oh, no, wait. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yep. about that. See, I got caught up because I just watched yep. this. I got caught up in the plot. Then I remember <laughs> that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really 
make sense. They with the, well, not even cut out, but I think they could have replaced it with a little more development between like because we don't even meet the people who are chasing him until like mm-hmm. thirty or forty minutes in. Yeah, when I started rewatching this, I was kind of like, "Wait, did I miss a scene? Where's the part where?" And yeah, I find out it's later. Yeah, it's way later. Goku <laughs> <laughs> thirteen is such a skis. Oh yeah, so this all he does is murder and screw. Yeah, so he's fucking this bitch, and this dude just comes in and starts talking to him like it ain't yeah. no thing. It, it fucking, I don't know if it's just the people making anime, but it seems like the Japanese really like that, because I don't know, I know there's multiple animes where this happened, but Ninja Scroll's another one where, like, <laughs> some guy's, like, Ninja Assistant kind of, like, you know, drops down Kagemaru yeah. style, except she's out of sight, and, like, the guy she's delivering information to or collecting information from mm. is screwing up her. Not a hook, but some woman. Yeah. As like as he's given this information to her, it's like thrust, thrust. You must go here, thrust, thrust, and tell this person thrust, thrust, and not even like no grunts or anything in between yeah. words. Like even enjoying this, you're kind of this kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, he's just like stone faced. This is a bad kind of uh, multitasking. See the whole movie, he's just stone faced. Yeah, it's hard to know if he cares about anything. I'm I'm certain he's a stone cold sociopath. Yeah, um, at the same time he has kind of like a, almost like a Kitano effect where it's like, he is just blank. But he, so you don't really know what's going on there. You can kind of impart some mm-hmm. of your own thoughts onto what you see, but who knows? Um, but yeah, this is very much a male power fantasy. <laughs> kind of it's kind of it's kind of bad to not not the movie itself is bad but like to the deg- I guess the degree of power fantasy here mm-hmm. to like I think a lot of people watching this are going to be like okay too much too much I don't want to be this anymore yeah you know I was thinking if you and I wrote something like this and put it out today we would just be torn to pieces <laughs> Yeah. People would be like, what the fuck are you thinking? I don't think either one of us would enjoy writing something to this degree, though. No. Like, I definitely inject some humor and maybe maybe have him feel something for at least one of these women. Well, I would try and give some of them a little more character and personality. And Well, you see what the ending is a little... I kind of like what they do with the ending, but then they kind of, like, erase it. But I guess we can kind of cross that road when we get to it. Yeah. This is very interesting. It does get, like, it kind of lost me immediately. Like, it hooked me with that intro. That I've never seen that before. Someone uh, murder someone from a plane and then take off. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's one of uh, Golgo's things, Mm. is making these, like, nigh-on-impossible shots or crazy shots yeah. yeah but it just seems like i didn't know what the fuck was going on especially mm-hmm. here like it looks cool but yeah and then my interest kind of dwindled and then it kind of came back around the half hour mark and just and it kind of rose to the end uh, mm-hmm. horrified and shocked me throughout i see yeah there's, there's a lot of points of 
horrid shock. Um, I remember when I first saw this, like my brother brought the tape to me. He's like, yeah, yeah, who loves you? That's right. Because <laughs> actually my brother is a um, bit of an anime fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, he knew I liked anime. So he brought this in front of me and put put it in front of like preteen super Catholic jumper cables. <laughs> now it's like, I was like, I hate this guy. What? Ew, he's stupid. And he, all he does is screw. It's like everything I didn't like about Bond cranked up to 13. <laughs> because like he's not even working for the good guys. <laughs> yeah. Or working for his ass. They just throw themselves at him, like, here. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like... <laughs> some of the dialogue we talked over. There's something good in there where she says, It's my first time. Pause. And I'm certain that pause was so everyone could say bullshit. Yeah, with an Asian man. Yeah. Which, up to that point, I was like, oh, he's Asian. Yeah. And I could see it. I guess he, he kind of looks Okinawan or something. He, he He's just so effing stone-faced, though. Yeah. I, well, I see it being called The Professional. I was like, maybe they, maybe this came yeah, out later. Like, maybe. This is like Japanese, like, uh, one of those Japanese looks at Americans. Yeah, well, over the top looks. Bootleg Leon prequel. Yeah, um, so <laughs> I've got a cop to some idiocy. Mm-hmm. This got released in the States in 92. Leon came out in 94. Mm-hmm. I'm dumb. Yeah. What do you mean? Did you say otherwise? Uh, no, I said uh, they probably called this the professional because of Leon. Oh, right. Um, when did it was This was made in 82? Yeah, but I uh, hit the States in 92. Hmm, a decade later. No, 80, 83, nine years later. Yes. Yep. Well, there's the drinking game, ladies and gentlemen. Drink every time you see ass. Or titties. Uh, titties if you want to die. Yeah. They're just everywhere. I want to say there's there's enough ass that you can get uh comfortably drunk. No pee, though, of either kind. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if Coco's dick has ever been shown. Hmm. Ain't exactly looking for it. No wee-wees and no vajayjays. <laughs> the women are ornately drawn in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, so like she's literally glowing. All that detail in the hair. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Supposed to be in Italy or some shit. Yeah. She's so white. She said she was supposed to be talking to her father, right? Yeah. That hair has its own team. Yeah, probably. Vanished like the Batman. Mm. With seagulls inside the house? Apparently. Interesting. I guess that happens if you live on the beach. He walks around in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. It's very... And like two sunglasses at night. Yeah, it's very... It's definitely a 
uh, what's the word? The like French New Wave influence. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, the Japanese had their own sort of New Wave period. Yeah, he looks like it a, was in the sixties. He looks like something out of a Godard film. Mm-hmm. I like Godard. Yeah, I've only seen Breathless, I think. Yeah, Breathless was good. I liked uh, Feminine Masculine. Mm-hmm. Or I guess Male Female. That would be the translation yeah. of it. He actually reminds me, just the outfit of, uh, I think it's Elaine, what the hell is his last name? Whatever, it's a movie called Le Samurai. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, it's too. It's really good. That's good. I forget the director's name, but, uh... Um, I want to say that movie is a direct influence, if not... I don't think it's the inspiration, but it is a direct influence on Ghost Dog. Hmm. Ghost Dog. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Yep. He's coming back to play a samurai in Star Wars. Sick. You saw the Rogue One trailer, right? Nope. Oh, well, he's in it. Tight. Yeah, it's a decent trailer. I, for some reason, I just can't get hyped on it. But uh, Drink. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that film looks like Sicario and Zero Dark Thirty. But anyway, what's happening here? This is a horse got shot. Yep. Shoot out. Smooth jazz. Something about these like old ass uh animes really like really like the saxophone. See, that's something that I miss cause Me too. it was shown to me in Bebop. Mm-hmm. And I got used to it and it was great. And uh, hearing it here I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> it's just very 80s as well. Yeah. Hmm. Looks like he has to deal with a baby. Exploding watch. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, he's iced an old man. That's a lot of blood. Oh yeah. I think. That, oh, oh, there's more. Is that Check a, it. Is that our first uh, blood splatter? Really? Yep. I see that a lot. Blood it, rain. It only gets crazier. <laughs> so. How does he figure out that she's Dr. Z? Uh, I think he's about to tell oh, us. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. The phone. He's... Wait, how did... Did he call her on her car phone? Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Look how like that bird was wiping him down. Mm. Uh, you know, it might 
help this scene if we had an idea as to how long he was out there. Who was out where? Golgo. Like how much time he spent with this woman setting all this up and mm. <laughs> This is where the feds show up, right? Yep. A nice gun. Wait. Uh, that's right. <laughs> One shot. Yep. Through the clavicle. I don't remember that. Bye bye, horse. Somebody just left this perfectly good horse on the beach. <laughs> so, this is what I like about the. Uh... I can't remember if this is the CIA or the FBI, but I like, think it's both. <laughs> these motherfuckers are thorough. And the army, yeah. I was looking at that, and I was, <laughs> when I saw this the first time, I was well. So he he has to be dead, but it's anime, so I guess I don't. Know, how are they going to pull that off? Like, oh, he jumped in. He jumped in the water. Well, after <laughs> with nary a scratch or stain on his suit. Perfect health. Doing the uh, <laughs> like Jesus' pose there. Jesus looks like he has titties. <laughs> Take a drink on that one, I guess. <laughs> He's doing a little dance for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I feel like the Japanese love to put churches in there. Yeah, I want to say. I was reading something by Yoko Kano. They asked, they mentioned the subject of uh, religion, and they were like, "No, we really like the like the Japanese by and large really like the look and iconography of uh, Christianity, but aren't especially are not necessarily like worshiping it <laughs> or it, whatever." Well, you wouldn't think so, since <laughs> every time there's a church or religion, it's just bloody, or someone's getting killed, or there's a shootout. Well, yeah, they just like the look of it. Yeah. And I, I guess some of the mythology attached to it, since uh, half the JRPGs out there are like, oh, you were secretly fighting God, or the enemy is Jesus. Or... <laughs> These guys descend from the rafters. Uh, and I feel like we're explained... Captain Hook! We're explained who these guys are well after they're, they've lost complete relevance to the plot. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, I also want to Ninja point Vanish. out that guy that they... Who was the guy that they crucified to the wall? Uh, one of the uh, two priest guys who made the contract for uh, blah, 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 killing Dr. Z, mm. I think. Oh, I see. I missed that. Was there a point where they hired him? Yeah, it was in that scene where the other guy... Uh, shot himself at the end. Oh, they were priests. Oh, okay, that's right. I remember now. Surprise, motherfucker! Oh, yes, and they're gonna do it again. <laughs> uh, that last scene exactly <laughs> like this was how many seconds ago? I don't know. 
The point seems to be Americans really like blowing up other people's <laughs> shit. Yeah. We just don't give a fuck. Well, he's pushed them too far. He's pushed them over the edge. Jesus, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's tearing that place up. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the ground. Okay, apparently you just don't want to try to kill Gogo anywhere near water. Yeah. Because if there's water present, he will escape. Damn. I don't know how he was able to move his arm with that thing in there. <sighs> ah, yes, making my crazy gadgets. Is this the guy that came in on him? Doing it? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. It's his buddy. Wanky-ass motherfucker. Who is this? Is this the Snake Man? Yep. So the Snake Man. It's really disturbing. Oh, yeah. Thoroughly. <laughs> Ugh, so is that <laughs> I missed that shit <laughs> and that <laughs> it's like anytime Snake Man's around it's a horror movie mm. yeah and you know you just you gotta put something in there worse than Golgo if you want us to root for him mm. at all so when was this manga released 60s, like 60s. 68. See, that makes sense. We're talking about yeah. all the new wave influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the and 80s. and I guess some of the uh, some of the shit going on in here. Yeah. And it gets disturbing again. Wait for it. Wee! <laughs> Don't things that are spinning tend to slow down, not speed up. Yeah, but it was it was trying to get nightmarish. Hmm. Okay, here comes the scene I was expecting much earlier. Right. CIA deputy director. FBI. FBI director, director of intelligence. Uh, I think that would be the wait. No. Director of Intelligence. They made that up. Maybe they mean DCI, the Director of yeah. Central Intelligence. Probably. Uh, and then we later on see an army guy show up. Mm-hmm. And we're left to wonder who this woman watching the proceedings is. Some of it just doesn't make sense. Even in hindsight. Mm. Like, are we assuming that the person listening to this has watched this already? Um, I don't know. I'd assume so. Yeah, but... well, let's go ahead and assume so. I'm I'm unclear as to why she's there. Because we find out who she is later. I'm pretty sure they're at What's-His-Name's house. Uh, okay, then why isn't What's-His-Name there? Army forges. I want to say he walks in later and starts yelling at them. Mm, but then she's the one that later on goes and sees the Snake Man. 
Uh, she gets she gets sent. Mm. Okay. Uh, that scene's a lot grimier. Mm. It's fucking. I like that shot. Uh, there he is. Seems like there's very few pure characters in this anime. Everyone is a skeev, skeevy yeah. kind of a bitch. Yeah, that's why I really didn't like this back in the day. Mm. I was like, where's the hero? And there is none. Yeah. Fucking snake. Yeah. Um, what was it? When I was reading the, uh, not the IMDB article, creepy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> um, he's literally <laughs> slithering out. <laughs> motherfucker. But, um, what was it? When I was reading, it was the Wikipedia article, and maybe this is something that's a bit more present. And, he ain't got no teeth. You know, he don't. But uh, they list him as being a genetically, I think genetically modified snake. Hmm. Wait, on Wikipedia? Uh, yeah. So he's not actually a human. Yeah. Either he's not human or he's like a, God. <laughs> God, that one always gets me. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus. You know, there's there's a reason why he's so freaky. So he's not a man. He's a snake. He's a snake man. A genetically modified snake. Man. And he's a creepy, disturbing son of a bitch. Like, look at this. Right. He's ah! literally slithering around her. Ugh! Yeah, it's creepy. This is not consent. Ugh. She gets a shot in on him. Smack! Yep. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Do you remember, she left a print on his face. Remember that kid Sean? Pretty good. That we used to go to school with. Yeah. He had no teeth. Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, he did have a lot of slob going too. <laughs> One of those people that had to pause to like pull it in Oof, I, between words. I, like I guess so. I was. Ew. <laughs> I just always wonder why why he should have just gotten dentures. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a good call. Maybe he does now. I hope. Yeah, I was about to say. I hope he's got some now. How do you reveal that to a girl? Like, uh, at what stage in the relationship do you reveal that? I don't know. If you're under the age of like fifty-five. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, where where it's a given. Yeah. Although my grandma's eighty, she'll be eighty six next month, and she's got all her teeth. Your grandma sounds pretty like beastly. Yeah, she's very healthy. That's good. Uh, I mean, they have to drain her every couple of days. She mm-hmm. collects fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of her like. Side. Parliament. Oh, yeah, she's old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he smokes Parliament. It's weird. I want to say more so with the Japanese things, yeah. dude, Marlboro. Um, they make it a point to like show you clear as day what people smoke. Mm. I think smoking's not as looked down upon out there as it is out here. Laser. 
Now, if I were writing this, I'd have like removed some of them hooker scenes, got rid of Doctor Z, and put a lot more attention on her. Mm. Yeah, the whole Doctor Z Z thing could have was pretty throwaway. That was like an episode of Golgo Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this character. She's cool. I don't like that she's so hung up on like needing his dick. Yeah. But uh she's cool. She's I don't know, she's I like the way she's dressed and I like that she's like an arms mm. dealer and she's like Like she knows her shit. She's an F one driver or something. Yeah. I mean I like I like Golgo's team. Like I would have liked to see more of them before the murder. Really, I'd rather they just not be... Really, I like them better than Golgo, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. They're all making hella cool shit. Maybe he's meant to just be a vehicle for the audience to be like, yeah, you want to fucking kill people. Yeah, I guess. But, like, Golgo does too much. Yeah. I want to say I want to say there was a review of this on uh, Anime Abandoned. Mm. Where uh, they mentioned that, like, in kind of going so over the top with this shit, it actually kind of turns the microscope on the viewer who might normally enjoy this. Hey. And my roommate just walked in. What were you saying? No, say all that again. The listener heard it. Mm. Uh, I'll say it again. Um, Did, uh, damn. Or... No. <sighs> uh, so yeah, what was I saying? Oh, so this is that. Hold on. Here. Let me mute. Yep. Well, everyone, it's just gonna be me and you for a minute, and enjoy those crazy. I don't know what you call those little lights in the I'm background. Here. Yeah, this goes on for quite a while. Oh, she's delivering dialogue. That's right. <laughs> And so, are they fucking, or is she remembering fucking him? They're fucking. Okay. That's nice. Well, a whole lot of people in this not dedicated to screwing. They're just kind of like... They're fucking! I didn't know where he went. Maybe he got distracted by the child again. Hmm? Oh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, um, What I was saying before, uh, in kind of going so over the top with all this uh, masculine power fantasy stuff, it actually kind of turns the microscope on the people who might normally enjoy this. Hmm. Uh, that's what was said in that anime abandoned review. Also, the smallest hint of him caring about anyone for any reason other than it benefits him is him telling her to be careful and take three cabs before leaving the country. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, and she doesn't do it. She pays the price. Uh, So they just said Union Street in San Francisco. Yep. Which... Makes sense, because when I watched this earlier, it said Union Square, but that was a different version. But it mm-hmm. makes sense that they would say Union Street in San Francisco. Yeah. Because uh, it's clear that they don't 
know very much about San Francisco. I don't think there's a Union Street. There might be. Uh, what I think they mean is Union Square because they do mention the financial district later on. Yeah, uh, probably read about it rather than coming out here and doing some recon, which I'm not sure how often that happens now. Or rather, I'm not, I should say, I'm not sure how often that happens. That happened back in the day. Well, now you could just go on fucking Google Maps and do street Oh, reading. yeah. I guess you don't have to. I was thinking about that. I was like, they'd have to go to a library and pick up some books. Yeah. Well, I want to say Kenichi Sonata, when uh, I think either before or during his time doing Riding Bean and Gunsmith Cats, actually flew out to Chicago and, uh, you know, took some pictures, did some recon. Mm. Most of the locations in Riding Bean were actual locations in Chicago. <laughs> Riding Bean. Bean Bandit would fuck GoGo13 up. You think so? I hope so. Why wouldn't Well, I know so. Why? Well, one, he's on a different level of anime aesthetic in the sense that he's got... Riding Bean's got borderline superpowers. And, uh... He's more likable than Golgo 13. I guess so. It would really come down to who was in whose anime. Mm-hmm. Though they probably wouldn't make him fight for very long. I just want to see Bean kick Golgo's ass. I think Golgo would win. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. Traitor. Traitor to what? Why are you on Golgo's dick? I don't know. I just think from what I've seen in this anime, he's, like, indestructible. Not that I particularly care about him. I just think that's how it would turn out. I don't think, no. I don't think, Reddy, I don't think either of them would get killed. I think they'd both yeah. be hurt. Probably. Maybe they'd fuck. Maybe there'd be no fight. Oh, jeez. I've never seen Golgo get down on some gay shit, but, uh... <laughs> Maybe if this were created in uh, another time, he'd be like, uh, he'd be a bisexual nymphomaniac as opposed to straight. You know who he reminds me of? Chapel in the Spawn cartoon. Yeah, except he has no emotion and Chapel has way too much. (laughs) But yeah, they both have like the same M.O. (laughs) Yeah. Like screwing and not really being devoted to the act as much as everything else. Yeah. God, that was a weird thing to see as like a 10-year-old. Yeah, yeah, it was. If you're not familiar, (laughs) uh, in the Spawn animated series, I think very early on, we're introduced to Chapel, who killed Spawn and sent him to hell. And uh, Chapel... Damn, this guy's fat. <laughs> Chapel goes and fucks a hooker, but before that, he he well, he takes the hooker from another guy who wants this hooker, and then he cuts this guy's fingers off when he questions him, and then he fucks this hooker, and then starts having PTSD flashbacks of when he killed his best friend, and starts screaming his name until he climaxes inside of this hooker. I want to say he climaxes as he's saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like, sorry, Al. 
These guys like screw and do other things the same way we listen to music and do other things. Mm. Like we have background music. Uh, Golgo's got background fucking mm. modified in sixteen. Yeah. Because fuck a fuck like a sniper rifle. I'm not sure how much research they did on their weapons here. Mm. M16s are um, they're just like automatic rifles they're not particularly I don't think they'd be high powered enough to shoot through like six panes of glass mm-hmm. and I don't think they're capable of firing uh, 15 shots a second yeah uh, well his is modified and they do it a bit more justice in the series. I want to say there's at least one episode where you see the kind of work that goes into work and customization that goes into his M16. Yeah. Like, it's not an ordinary gun. Well, yeah, I noticed that, but still, it's like 15 rounds a second? I'm not sure that's physically possible. It might, yeah. it might be, but I don't know. Union Company. I like this shot. You know what? It probably is. It's not even necessarily the um, the gun being strong enough to shoot through that many things. Yeah, it's just a lot of bullets. As much as... Well, he's also one-holing it. Yeah. And that's where the real Animu magic is happening. And just not to hit the girl. <laughs> it's the Nazi. Nazi. Nazi ain't got no humanity. <laughs> I like my scalps, gentlemen. <laughs> I love swearing in dubs. <laughs> yeah. Especially in these old dubs. You don't really, like, you hear swearing in dubs now, but you don't really hear the F word a whole lot. Yeah, I was a little shocked, but uh, a little pleasantly surprised when I played a game called Shellshock Nom 67, and I finally got to hear uh, Steve Bloom say the F word. Nice. Yeah. You also got to see people's heads pop like balloons. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. And scream at you in broken English. Yeah, can't you also screw hookers in there? Oh, yeah, you can. That's right. God, I can't wait for somebody to go back and do a think piece on that one. Oh, jeez. Specifically, Steve Bloom's character was calling the Viet Cong fucking animals. Damn. Damn, he almost lupined that thing. Yeah, you know, at a certain point... I think it's at the end where they're like, you got to infiltrate this castle. I was like, oh, it's a little Lupin vibe here. Yeah. Super beer. Yeah. I could use a super beer. i surprised there's no super beer on the market. Yeah, I've been considering turning to alcoholism as of late, but I'm not sure it's going to be the right call. No, don't do that. I don't think I'll do it. You don't need it. Hmm. <laughs> 
Oh wait, yeah. I like this. This is a uh, the instrumental version of Pray for You, which is that opening song. Mm. Whoa, psychedelic. Yeah, this type of shit. Again, this is that Yes. <laughs> this is traveling through time. Yes. <laughs> But like this type of this shit just looks tight. It does. <laughs> I forgot about this. This is raw. I'm not sure what the logic is. It looks cool. Yeah. I want to say Tazaki's just very stylized. Yeah. Lube too much in some places. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But I appreciate it. Yeah. They do a lot of these. <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah. Repeating of a certain scene for emphasis. Well, not just that, but the like freeze frame into like detailed drawings. I think we, oh yeah, the postcard memory. Yeah. Well, we get we get like those, uh, are, those are like his his bread and butter. Well, oh, he's full looping right now. Yeah. <laughs> we get a full scene of that later. Mm-hmm. Of the. Uh, like a, a really like a scene where someone it's like emotional yeah. or something. But it's just yeah. all uh static detailed drawings. Like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Well, um it's a twofold reason. Damn. Seriously, mm. this is this is like shoot 'em up territory. Yeah. Um Rest in peace. Pretty nerd girl's car. That thing is literally melting. Uh, um, what is it? It's a twofold thing with the postcard memories, in that they also save on animation. Yeah. Well, obviously, that was the first thing I noticed. It was like, oh, they must not have had the money to fully animate this. What the fuck? He's walking. R- oh, you idiot! <laughs> oh God! This is. Uh... I forgot this part even happened. Now, who are you calling an idiot here? Golgo. Oh. You just walk right up to all the people with the big-ass bazookas that blew up your car? Well, I mean, if you know you're in an anime and you can't be killed, so why not? Yeah, I guess so. If you know... Those, are those things I was saying when I talk about this being, like, too far in that power fantasy direction. If you know you're the baddest motherfucker around, then no one can touch you. <laughs> I can't help but imagine that would be lame and disappointing to be that in real life, to be that kind of indestructible. Well, I've thought about that. It's like uh, when I play Skate, you know, I can do anything I want in that game. But at a certain point, you end up being able to do anything you want and you just get bored and turn the game off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe that's why he is the way he is. He's trapped. In- yeah. Well, yep. Smile, buddy. You did hit him. He's like a Highlander. Oh, yeah. I was shocked to see that. I was like, oh. He's dead, but he got a shot in on him. Yeah, this is pretty noir right now. Do you know what the budget for this was? Uh, (laughs) Not off the top of my head. Autorama. Um, Oh, so gross. I can't. 
I don't see anything about the budget. Mm. I didn't get time to do as much research as I normally do. So that. That's my if, dream girl. She is adorable. I love that outfit. I want that outfit. You want that outfit crumpled on the floor while she's in bed with you? <laughs> well, I was thinking more I want to wear it. Look at this. Ugh. Uh, and of course, her last thoughts are of getting the D from Google. Fuck you, Snake. <laughs> fuck you. We don't like you, Snake. Look at those majestic clouds. God, it looks like they're in a floating fortress. Oh, some of the uh, animation, anytime something is sitting on water, it looks like it's floating. Mm. <laughs> uh. It's time for that, uh, time for him to give us his origins. Oh, yeah. What is it again? Well, he's doing it right now. Well, I can't really hear. <laughs> but I turned the volume down too far. Uh, I don't want the phone to pick it up. I don't quite remember it, uh, which is why I haven't told you yet. Well, I know uh, another thing that we just talked about. Maybe it's because we just talked about all this Captain America shit. But, uh, again, he's responsible for the Kennedy assassination Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just talking about he's a self-made millionaire and was like nearly brought down by the loss of his wife, oh, but yeah. kind of kept himself alive by taking care of his son. That's right. I remember. Fucking ocelot just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. <laughs> And the yeah, kingpin. And fucking, uh, you know, fucking the governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. I'm <laughs> glad <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to see his fat ass on TV anymore. See you again in four years, Chris. Mm. Does she even have a name? I want to say they mentioned your name earlier, but I don't remember. Mm. No, don't pour it into a cup. Don't even drink it <laughs> out of the bottle. Lick it off your hand like a fucking animal. He doesn't even put it, he doesn't even cup his hand. He just pours it and then he looks like the Joker almost. This is where he makes his deal with the, the serpent. The snake. Which is uh, quite a heel turn, I have to say. Yeah. Ugh. And he just agrees to it. That's, I have trouble with that. I just I don't understand why he would just do that. I mean, I, I guess yep. maybe it's not too unexpected from the man who was re responsible for the assassination of JFK, but... 
Here, go oh, yeah. go ahead and and uh, rape the shit out of my uh, daughter-in-law. Yeah, daughter-in-law. He doesn't even. He's not even like no or like. He could have just been like, "Oh sure, after you kill Gogo, and then when it's done, just like not do it." Ugh. Yeah, bite him. Yeah. Ugh. God. Lock her in. That's fucked up. So the butler is corroborating as well. Yep. Oh, this old man. Look at this old butler. This is fucked up. Yeah, I bet you'd like a lot to drink right now. Yeah. Ugh. It's, it's pretty graphic. Yeah. It's pretty, I just have to wonder why. Why? It's Japan. Why have it in there in the first place? And then why go so far with it. You've not seen Japanese porn, have you? Of course I have. They like the rapey bits. Mm. wonder where that lamp came from. Well, what's the deal with that scar? Yeah, this didn't need to be in this. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know... The complaint you see leveled these days is this type of thing is thrown in for a plot point to, uh, mm. you know, accentuate how bad the villain is. Yeah. Without really diving into what it does to the person. And they kind of show a little bit of her dealing with it, but not really. Yeah, just kind of the aftermath. Yeah. That she's, uh, ugh. Yeah, she's being horribly raped right now, and a single tear falls out of her eye. Uh, it's pretty dark. Immensely so. Yeah. Long before irreversible. I like this, that they go to Brazil. I don't know why. Something about it's relaxing. You don't even give a fuck, do you, Golgo? Motherfucker. Why is he so dead inside? Uh, I, I just kind of default to him being a sociopath. I don't think you ever really get a straight origin for him. Mm. <clears throat> he has so many contacts. Well, you would need to, to be the world's greatest hitman. And you, they all die. Wouldn't yep. You need to keep them alive. Yeah, well, they were kind of playing this as like the Golgo 13 story. Hmm. Though I kind of wish if they were going to go that route, they'd have just killed them. Hmm. See, that's what I thought they did at the end. Then it's up for debate, I suppose. Yeah, well, yeah, in which case I like to imagine he fucking died. Guy looks like early, early drawings of Gray Fox. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen those shitty little scribbles, I think so. From yeah. Like the MSX uh, instruction yeah. manual. 
Yeah, I think I've seen those, and there's like one a big boss, and he's just this old ass man. Yeah. It just looks like somebody's grandpa. Yeah, with an eye patch. Damn, you're fat. Yeah, fucking Chris Christie. <laughs> Talking to Ocelot. <laughs> Not surprising from either of you. Yeah. You'd be working for this skis ball. It's got an alligator. Yeah. It's just walking around in there. It's very diabolical. He just walks past him like, yeah, what up? I think I realized the difference between alligators and crocodiles. God, he really does look like Chris Christie. (laughs) So the difference between alligators and crocodiles. I think uh, alligators have more V-shaped flat heads. Mm -hmm. And crocodiles have more head heads. Yeah. They're more separate. Like they have necks. Yeah, I want to say um, some of it's just the uh, environment. I think crocs are smaller, too. Yeah. Alligator. Oh, yeah, here, and they're going to talk about my favorite uh, anti-Golgo protocol. The most anti-Mu assassins. Oh, yeah. Not ever, but uh, in this story. I love the way this looks. This story, too. These Vietnamese or the Vietnam Mm -hmm. War. Great imagery. Something about it is just so... They really pick out the... When you didn't talk about Vietnam, you kind of have to show the jungle. Mm -hmm. And you have to show some horror. Because uh, the jungle is very beautiful, but mm-hmm. there are so many horrible things that happen there. And I think they kind of really nailed the Vietnam filmic aesthetic here. Mm-hmm. Probably took a lot of cues from like Apocalypse Now and such. Mm-hmm. Look but, at that shot. Yeah. And even the scenes like here where we're back with them kind of stick to this little vignette they have. Yeah. Same color scheme, the orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's where we find out that, yep, they had Jack Kennedy killed. Mm-hmm. Because they thought it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. He's also an oil baron. Yeah. Which is, Petroleum King. Now, have oil barons always been villainous? Or when did they I want to say, yeah. Well, it's just anyone with power. Yeah. I mean, we can't quite do evil royalty out here, so it's the uh, evil businessman. Yeah. Your Daniel Plainviews. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like... I guess Rockefeller was kind of the first. Yeah. Just kind of set that archetype. But as I want to say, they oil gets used as a plot device related to evil people uh, yeah. a lot more towards 
the 90s, and then after that, it's just gone up steadily. Uh, it's probably because, um, what is it, knowledge of uh, renewable resources were becoming more prevalent. prevalent. Yeah. I mean, especially in the 90s, that was the age of Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. But this is a little ahead of that. Yeah. But it's hard to say, because we came into this world only four years after this was made. Mm-hmm. So this is 34 years old? Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah, it seems like so far they're just trying to spell out that, like, while there is uh, humanity and a love for family in this man, there's also a sort of ruthlessness and uh, ambition that drives him to do really dark shit, and it's all being, like, I don't know, honed, sharpened, but, like, multiplied by this tragedy he's facing. Yeah. And he's he's done and is doing some profoundly messed up shit yeah. to the sin. <laughs> Covered her Christy. <laughs> they really just nailed him. <laughs> Two bad dudes. Two crude dudes. Yeah. Naked shower. Yeah, but this is a sad picture. Oh, yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, oh God, I forgot. Oh, yeah. it's still going. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's not, it was skeezy enough before, but then it's like, oh, no, he actually left her in there with him. Uh, For some amount of time. Uh, well, I think they specify the time that it's about a month. <sighs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. At some point, they're like, oh, yeah, she's been in there like a month. Or like, it's a month has passed. Oh, my God. They say that. Fuck the world. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty grimy. And then... Skip. She's proved remarkably in five months. Oh, no, wait. They're talking about the... Oh, they're talking about the baby. Here's the other fucked up thing. Yeah, this doesn't make sense either. Why did he lock his... <laughs> Teaching her to shoot. And they never really say where this baby goes. Do they? I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. I don't know if this is self-defense based on the crap he's doing, or... If he's actually training her to take a shot at Golgo, I don't remember. I don't. It was unclear to me when I watched this earlier today. They kind of show that. I think she's. They. She's supposed to be bait in some roundabout way. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Vital part of my for my strategy. To, okay, yeah. He was going to use her to take a shot at Golgo. Right, just an unexpected 
shot. And here she is crying again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Robert, you know, we talk about pure characters. I think he may have been the only one. He may have been, yeah. Other than his Well, she she might have been before. His wife and child. Yeah, that family might have been okay prior to all this. Mm -hmm. When you look at this shot, like, in this shit, look, look at all the colors. Yeah, really. And the contrast. It's just something we... the giant coffin-shaped pool. We just don't get shit like this in anime, for, or we didn't for a long time. Yeah. That's true. It's like, I want to say as close as we've gotten to this is uh, Fujiko Mine, and that's because it's a throwback. Yeah, Death Parade was pretty good looking, too. Yeah, it was interesting in its own right, yeah. And, um, I think she's touched on another important element to this um, this character's villainous descent. Which I don't know if I want to say, since it's a reveal. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, his son being dead. Yeah, why he's so obsessed with Gogo. Look at that shot! Yeah. Shit looks tight! Yeah, it's great. It's just so pretty. Yeah. It's funny, the writing... Well, I don't know if writing's gotten better in anime, but it's... I think people know how to write better these days and tell cohesive mm -hmm. stories, yeah. but they don't have the talent or the budget or the resources to do shit like this anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, anime's kind of stuck in a hole right now where it's um, the money that was there for something like this isn't there. Mm. Like, it's, it's all about you got to go... With yeah. safe ventures, you gotta go with a guaranteed payout. So yeah. you don't see a whole lot of stuff that's like especially like creative and nuanced, unless they're either doing something with an older property, yeah. or you know, it's an instance like Death Parade where there's. Uh, it seems like a lot of people know what they want to do when they're making an anime, but they don't have a vision for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, where are the auteurs? Like, I guess... Exactly. Watanabe, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know enough. I can't remember. I know there's another one out there. I didn't know enough about current anime to say. Yeah. But it's like, even... Just these little filler shots of people walking, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that is just missing nowadays. It all looks so good. It's like, yeah, you put a lot, not just into these the big moments, but all the smaller bits, and... Yep. He was using that baby. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> wow! Broad... Well, not broad daylight, I but was, in public. I wasn't paying attention earlier, so, uh, so that's what happened. Okay, at least... At least he didn't waste a kid. <laughs> I mean, at this point, fuck it. Why not? Ugh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. When he wasted her, uh, her, fam her, her family butler. Yeah. And really the only person who's probably right been taking character, care of her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, she's still got some trauma. Yeah. 
I want to talk to somebody and have that lighting going on oh, me. Yeah, this sh- I was thinking about that too. I like looking at that. I didn't even register, but when I watched it, I was just like, I should try and get a shot like that. Like, just silhouette. Yeah, there's a couple moments like that where I was like, it's just pretty. And I was like, if I film something ever like this, you know, mm-hmm. just like yeah. up, lit up against the sky and he's kind of darkened. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a scene later where he's fighting, uh, where they, I think they're sort of getting into an elevator and fighting. But it's My like, favorite part of the movie. Yeah, and there's silhouettes. Another thing that reminded me of Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier specifically, uh, but it also reminded me of Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the silhouette fight scene. Yeah. Which, I don't know, if they ever did a live-action version of this, I think Deacons would be the man to call. Mm. Hmm. Think Daniel Craig could do a good Golgo? <laughs> Probably. Ice cold. Actually, you know what this reminded me of too, and it's something that I want to revisit that I didn't like at the time, mm-hmm. but was actually aware enough to think that I should have liked it. Was the American? Oh yeah, that was okay. I saw it with my mom, and. Uh, Actually, that reminds me a lot of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it's a weird feeling to watch George Clooney fuck a hooker in the ass next to your mother. Yeah, that's definitely weird. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do want to revisit that movie. Because it, mm-hmm. it felt like, at the time, I was just starting to get into Beat Takeshi, and it was really slow-paced. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that sort of thing and so when I saw that I was like something about it I was just like I don't know why I can't get into this but it feels like something I should be into but just wasn't whoa so they're in New York yeah they're in New York It's like a whole lot of simple stuff, but like they do some, there's always something of visual interest going on in here, which is, I think I was saying that is one of the reasons why I really like Cagliostro. Mm -hmm. And that's just more to the point you were making. Now look at this. This is Where are the Ostros? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) That's just too much. It is. (laughs) <laughs> cool guy riding motorcycle through New York. Yeah. Taste the essence. I want to. I want to be that. Not necessarily Golgo, but the cool guy on the bike. <laughs> but I gotta get my damn license. Yeah. Da Kabong. Yeah, blast that light, broad daylight. Mm-hmm. All right, here comes the over-the-top crazy action scene. 
Remember this move from Ninja Gaiden? No. Well, they used it in Ninja Gaiden. So why did he was, do that? I mean, well, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that's cool what he's doing there. But yeah, but it's it, actually kind of pointless. There was nobody there. <laughs> Is there like a... Yeah, he's got good cardio. <laughs> Not like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> this reminds me of the last episode of Bebop. Oh, yeah, where he's like... Working his way up. Yeah. Is there like a... I feel like there's going to be a word for that sort of thing. I feel like I've done it in video games. I've seen it in movies so many times. Yeah. Climbing the big building to reach the villain. Oh, yeah. A game of death. Yeah. I want to say it. Didn't really have it in Daredevil, but you do it in the first Max Payne game. Mm-hmm. Sort of do it in MGS one. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. go. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at that high quality ass cutting edge technology. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? You go from dark darks to bright brights. It just yeah, it was bright outside. It doesn't match. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but it blew somebody's dick off back in the day. I'm sure it did. This reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of Spider-Man One. On yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. But you think about it. See, when I was watching this before I saw the credits, I was like, "Oh, so this must be late '80s." Or early 90s, but it's early 80s, so yeah, it was probably pretty mind-blowing. Yep. <laughs> Very abstract. Oh, yeah, there were people trying to do big shit with computers back in the day. Um, I want to say Buichi Terasawa, the guy who made uh, Cobra, was a big proponent of that in regards to manga. Man, that guy can't drive. (laughs) (laughs) Or fly. Yeah. Little Bruce Willis. Oh, shit. Standing over the glass there. Fuck you, Snake Man. I guess maybe the bottle film comes from this type of shit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's what a bottle film is. Yeah. Take the third act and make it the whole movie. Yep. Which I like. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, here we go. Best fight in the movie. Mm. And you get, like, a clear idea of where his, like, crazy snake magic is coming from. It's actually wires and shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Let's say it in here. Again, I don't know where I got this information, but, like, apparently, on top of all his weird snake shit, he also doesn't feel pain. Mm. I think maybe it's just dulled. That makes sense. 
Well, like significant. Ugh. <laughs> so disgusting. Right. Okay, here's the best part of this fight. Note the music. It's that instrumental theme. I can't hear the music. Well, yeah, it's the instrumental theme I was talking about earlier. But also, just everything about this scene, for like the briefest of moments, Golgo gets to be the hero. Yeah. He's fighting a rapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fighting some, someone else profoundly more evil is completely outmatched, but is still taking it to him. Mm-hmm. Like that. That right there. Yeah. It's tight. super wet shot. Eat it, Snake Man. All right, all right. Everyone who's hated Snake as much as we did, just bask in this for a minute. Yeah. Revel in it, because they slow-mo it for us. Yes. Die, you motherfucker. I hope you felt every one of them bullets, you (laughs) mother... Eat it. When I saw this, I was kind of like, well, what's the girl's name? I don't remember. How do you feel about that when your rapist gets murdered by a helicopter gunship? I'd rather she to like you know tore his testicles out. Yeah, I, but I would. Maybe it'd be better in some respects to not see it. What do you mean not see it? To not see that happen. To have another gruesome thing put in front of your face. Yeah, but there's it's the there's the cathartic element of seeing the person who did the awful thing have an awful thing happen to him. Right, but you're still looking at a disgustingly torn up body. That's probably yeah, another but, traumatic thing to see. It is for sure, and it would be another traumatic thing for her to do. At the same time, the alternative is, okay, now you, we got to sit with her and watch her live through, through this horrific thing without anything. Well, no, like, I'm just saying that she, he's dead, but she didn't see it. Yeah. How is she, like, well, we, she didn't. We never get a She knows he's that. dead, but didn't have to, yeah, yeah see this other horrific thing. But we don't know, because we don't really get to know her. We don't know. Maybe she would have wanted to pull the trigger. Oh, I'm sure she would have. These anime motherfuckers are tearing his ass up. Gold and silver. Yep. Serious weeaboo business. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But 80s weeaboo business. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The weeaboo and the 80s kind of compound on each other here with their fucking space adventure cobra outfits. Yeah. And his metal arm. And the Vega mask. I'm a little more okay with this. It's a different flavor of weeaboo bullshit that I'm more okay with. Oh, really? It's a little more 80s, like, flamboyant, eccentric, rather than cutesy shit, you know? I see. Yeah. Like, kawaii. Moe desu. Yeah. Notice me, senpai. My roommate's taking a bath. Ouch. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, a little. Check this shit out. Uh, hold on. Yeah, where he's basically, like, teleporting. <laughs> you teleported? Gold man? Shuri Yukoning this guy. Do they get names? 
Yeah, they're just called gold and silver, as far as I know. The claw. They're pinching on his injury there. <laughs> yep. yep. Opened it up too. And he just mm. he bops him to death. Yeah. He Ugh. bops him to death. Ugh. <laughs> He's just smiling the whole time. He did. There you go. He did, baby. Bullet. Bullet. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to do that for all six. Well, they did. Very interesting <laughs> well, shot as well. Yeah, well, no, it was a good shot. <laughs> I think that was more for Golgo than for gold. Eyeball. You killed his BFF. Uh, More like BBF. Yeah. Yes, brother. This this is amazing. Like, why didn't you take the grenade out? (laughs) Well, not even that, but just... His head is still perfectly intact. It somehow blew up his neck, even though it was in his mouth. Fire shooting out of his neck. <laughs> Incredible. And this is where the villain just gives up. Yeah. Remember what he says to Golgo really like reson not really resonating with me, but being like, Yeah, yeah, that's what you get, Golgo. Yeah. Yeah. Sociopath, fucking sociopathic ass motherfucker. And out he goes. What did he? What'd you say? What did he just say to him? He said, uh, "If only I could be like you, devoid of human sentiment." Ah, that's right. Nice little twirl. (laughs) Yeah, really. It looks more like it's an upside-down shot of him ascending. Yeah, it's kind of like the closing bit from Evangelion. Fly me to the moon. 
<laughs> I kind of liked it. Yeah. He's following and he's remembered. I learned dad, but I just can never live up to your expectations. So uh, I'm gonna have to well, keep in front of you. Well, I'm sure. What, was, what should I say? I'm sure he was also not well in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golgo, you don't. <laughs> Man, fuck you, Golgo. He was having a moment and you just stepped on it. Yeah. Ugh. Folk. Ugh. <laughs> I forgot about that. His head explodes inside of his Yeah, body. yeah, your bullet your bullet didn't even matter, Golgo. You fucking scum lord. Death by accident. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you, uh, the NYPD is going to call that one an accident. An exploded skull out of a broken window with a bullet. Yeah, when you consider all, like, the bullet casings and shits, like, scattered about that building. Yeah. Big ass holes blown through the walls. <laughs> Go for no reason in the front lobby. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. God, even just the fucking yeah. Requiem for a Dream ending. She's hooking on the street. Yep. And he's Says nothing. Yeah, because he's a fucking sociopath. Which if it just would have made sense, it would have come full circle. Bam! Great yeah, ending. he did. Great ending. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of perfect. And then... No, <laughs> it's just fucking fucking asshole. So where did she shoot? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It's almost like they had that in there, and then we're like, no, we got to put this in there. It's like, no, we're going to piss off all the fans reading the manga. They're like, we got and, more. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. For, yeah. Oh. And they don't explain why nobody else got hit. She fired pretty directly into a giant crowd. Yeah. Fuck that. He did. He did, baby. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. He did. As far as I'm concerned, he did. Sure. Yeah, your uh, audio quality is taking a dive. Oh. And shout out to this animation team. Oh yeah, and looks, and you know, it props, looks like a props, lot of women actually. Props to Otska. Mm-hmm. Is it Otska? I'm thinking of uh, no, no, it's Osama Dezaki. I'm thinking of Akio Otska for some reason. Yeah. They're not all the same dude. Jumper cables. 
But yeah, Osama Dezaki, I mean, I mean, RIP, unfortunately. He died. Yep. Cancer again. Mm. Because fuck cancer. Cancer of what? The throat. The throat. Wait, was it the throat or was it the lungs? Mm. It was the... I'm certain it was the lungs. I'm thinking of Goro Naya with the throat. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he was a he was a notorious chain smoker. Think of it as the T staff. Kind of mm-hmm. a lot. It's a lot. Yep. For something that some kid could do on his computer and have it look way Now. Now. Yeah. Now. Not in the eighties. Still gone, C G production assisted by Osaka University C G group. Wow. Hmm? So they pulled somebody, some schools in to help mm-hmm. with the CG. Yep. What's TMS Entertainment? I want to say it's a music company that also sponsors, produces, rather. Huh. I'm not 100%. Yeah. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that was GoGo13. Uh, any thoughts, Pangelina? Um, I was ready to say that I didn't like it, but I think I kind of do. It's got a lot going for it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's subtle. It's understated in some ways. Uh, it paces itself nicely, but it's obviously a bunch of shit that could be cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm fascinated by the character. I'd kind of like to watch the show. Uh, um, we can watch some episodes of the show at a later date, or watch a movie that came out after this mm-hmm. called uh, Queen Bee. Because I think a cleaner story. Um, yeah. Uh, um, we can the, do one or the other. Clean in the sense that it would be... Uh, Less muddled with all the all the stuff going on. Yeah, better written. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, I'm more in it for the visuals than anything else. Um, yeah, some of the grimier elements actually hit me harder now that I'm older and have some awareness of like. How brutal that shit actually is. Yeah. A bit much. Yeah. It, um, yeah, from a visual standpoint, I think it's something everyone should have a look at. Or maybe just the works of uh, Dezaki in general, because uh, he makes some pretty ass shit. An auteur. Yeah. He's basically. Yeah. When I say the strength of the, this type of character comes from the strength of the rest of the movie. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is um, something I was mentioning before. Like in the series, a lot of, in a lot of cases, he's a plot device that other characters kind of like work around, try to uncover, deal with, run from, and or are killed by. Mm-hmm. But there are a number of stories where he's just he's a, an event. Or an item, mm. or something, Makes but sense. not the focus. Yeah, yeah. And that, that benefits a character like that. 
not only um, are you basically left wanting to know something and not getting a thing, it, yeah, anything, you're also given a break from this fucking scummy-ass sociopath. Mm. Yeah. This is, he, is, he is grime. Granted, I guess I don't hate him as much now that I'm older and can understand why people would want to, like, do all that icky shit he does with the women. Mm. Um, when I say icky, I'm speaking from a preteen Jumper Cable's perspective. Yeah, he's very one-dimensional here. Yeah. He's a, Extremely one-dimensional. He's, he's a very skilled animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like raw-ass id. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen... It was my first, uh, my show's first commentary track. And, uh, yeah, that was Golgo 13. Did you like it? Was it fun? Did you enjoy watching this with us? Maybe we'll do it again at some point in the future. Maybe, uh, even with Fearless Leader. Hmm. But, um, recommendations? Uh,. All the other Golgo 13 things. There's another Golgo 13 movie, uh, Queen Bee. Uh, there is the series, which we talked about a little bit. There were some live-action movies starring, I want to say starring Sonny Chiba. Whoa, really? Yep. Gnarly. Yeah, if you want some stuff about an assassin or a hitman that isn't anywhere near as grimy, but still delivers on action, um, there's The Professional. Yeah. Motherfucking Leon. Leon's a G. Clear stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, uh, the works, if you like the visuals here, then, you know, anything by Dezaki, uh All of his works related to Blackjack are really good. For any of that French New Wave stuff. Yeah. Samurai. Japanese New Wave, for that matter. Project Evil, uh, the third man is pretty. Uh, if, you, if you like this look and you want to see where what inspired kind of all of that, all of those dark blacks, and right, go watch the third man. Uh, mm. It was my favorite of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you like this type of story, this type of character, I'd say. Check out the Mad Max films or mm-hmm. the Man with No Name films with Clint Eastwood, like the Bad, the Ugly, etc. The uh, MJMO films. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, if you sort of like this... Uh, like overly manly power fantasy type thing, but maybe want to have a little more fun with it. Uh, I believe Dezaki also directed both the Space Adventure Cobra movie and the TV series, mm-hmm. or 31 episodes of the TV series. And that's like, you the know... Cobra? Yeah. The Cobra TV show? Yeah. The show's better than the movie. Mm-hmm. I would imagine... Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, any final words for the listening audience? Oh, uh, Blade Runner. Watch that. Okay. That's yeah. So it's good. 
And it's just good. Yeah, it's good. I think that's all I have to say. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I got anything worth mentioning to say. You know what I like about commentary tracks? Easy to edit. Yeah. <laughs> I barely had to touch this thing. Uh, I won't rest on my laurels, though. I'll try and give you more regular episodes than these. Unless, of course, you want more of these. I mean, really, if you want anything from me, just, just you know, contact us at the varying places I'm about to list. Because, God, we just really like to know you're there. Anyway. Ahem. <laughs> Uh, this song you're listening to right now is Synthetic Highway, and it's our opening and closing theme. If you'd like to hear more songs like it, or just want to check out the artists, um, give them a hello, a ring, or whatever, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine, S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The creator of our promo theme, which is Anime Raku, is Squarion. And uh, you can find Squarion on Facebook.com slash Squarion. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Squarion's got a project they'd like me to plug. Project Stick. Part 2. And that's on Facebook.com slash Project Stick. At some point, this stuff's all going to come out smooth again. But anyway. Uh, about contacting us. Well, we've got a website. KListenRadio.com. With a nice little... Uh, capacity to leave comments. I was going to say comment section. I mean, I guess it's a comment section. But uh, if you don't want to fuck around with our website, you can check us out on SoundCloud, where we upload this stuff. Hey, listen radio. SoundCloud.com slash Hey, listen radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Android, and Google Play. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a Hey, listen radio Twitter. Uh... Got my Twitter at OldTakuConnect. We've got Mike's Twitter at Hyper90s, and we've got Joe's Twitter at uh, um, NAGP Return. Sorry, the baby started yelling at me. Denise. Anyway, I guess I gotta cut it short because she's making the face. So, uh, have a good night, people. So the name of this anime, this anime that we're talking about this week, tonight, this night, this day, this whatever time you happen to be listening to this, dear listener, is called Giver Out of Control. Maybe never in all the animes that I've seen have I ever encountered a more apt name for what I saw. (laughs) 